Hello and welcome to another episode of the Resident BJUI podcast. My name is Maria Loco and I'm a PGY4 resident from the University of Minnesota. Today we're reviewing the journal article titled Retiosparing Robot Assisted Radical Prostatectomy versus Standard Robotic Assisted Radical Prostatectomy. It's time for a critical appraisal. This is a review article published in the recent BJUI by Stonier et al. comparing retiosparing radical prostatectomy to the gold standard. In it, the authors review three studies on the retiosparing approach and its outcomes from three different groups, including Bocciardi et al., Ra et al., and Diala et al. But first, some background. The first RALP was performed in Frankfurt in May 2000, and the first in the UK was performed at St. Mary's Hospital, London, in November 2004. Its popularity has since spread throughout the world due to its less invasive nature, leading to improved recovery times with comparable oncologic outcomes compared to open prostatectomy. Two widely accepted techniques for performing a RALP include the Van Velthoven, anastomosis, and the posterior reconstruction Rocco stitch. The Van Velthoven anastomosis consists of a running suture and is now the standard technique used in RALP. The Rocco suture was first described in radical retroprostatectomy by Rocco in 2007. It is a posterior reconstruction to support the urethral sphincter, which adds further reinforcement to the bladder neck, thus improving incontinence rates. Since the initial introduction of RALP, various groups have reported modifications to the original technique. In 2010, Bocciardi's team in Milan proposed a novel posterior eretiosparing robot-assisted radical prostatectomy. The advantage of this technique is that it allows the surgeon to avoid supporting structures such as the pubo-prostatic ligament, endopelvic fascia, and centauri plexus. The key attraction of this technique is proposed to be an earlier return to continence with encouraging early results from Bocciardi's team. In their first 200 patients, performed by a single experienced surgeon, they found 90% of patients to be continent at one week after surgery, irrespective of learning curve. These results were again demonstrated in the study by Ra, a group from Japan, with 50 patients who underwent retiosparing robot-assisted radical prostatectomy and showed 70% of them were dry at one month. To date, there has not been a head-to-head comparison of the gold standard to this new technique. In this paper, they look to compare important surgical outcomes of prostate cancer, not only including incontinence, but also cancer outcomes and reproducibility. In regards to cancer-specific outcomes, there was noted to be a significant incidence of positive surgical margins when compared to the standard retroperitoneal approach, 25% versus 13%, which was statistically significant, it is also important to note that the majority of studies looking at retiosparing prostatectomy only looked at men with low to moderate risk prostate cancer in relatively young patient populations that were average age of 61. Only one study looked at patients with higher risk prostate cancer, which reported a nearly 50% positive surgical margin. Although a surgical margin is not a concrete indicator for Chemical recurrence or local recurrence is a harder concept for patients to grasp and could be potentially be fraught with questions and concerns. Another point when discussing new surgical technique is the ease to which the surgeon can master this technique. In the Bocciardi study, you see a dramatic improvement in the rate of positive surgical margins after the first 100 patients from 22% down to 10%, indicating a prolonged learning curve. It has been noted that this technique is technically challenging in the setting of local and advanced disease, a very large gland, 
significant median lobe, or patients who were, are post-TERP. All in all, the Retzia smearing approach presents a novel technique to maintain patient continence, which is an important measure of quality of life after radical prostatectomy. There needs to be a head-to-head -head comparison with prolonged follow-up in order to safely recommend this approach for patients at this time. I look forward to seeing the innovative research that will come from this.